Welcome to the Christian Men Unscripted Podcast, where Christian men get together to talk about real issues, real struggles, and real victories. Wood's here to have honest conversations about what it means to be a Christian man in today's world. We'll be talking about marriage, fatherhood, leadership, faith, and more. And we'll be doing it all in a way that is honest, open, and unscripted. Subscribe today and join us on this journey. Um, I'm going to... Guys, are recording now. Yeah, well, Seth, what do you got going on? Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, hey guys, thank you for listening to uh, Christian Men Unscripted and, and jumping in today. Um, my name is Seth Lazan, and I'm joined by Alan Harney and John. <laughs> <laughs> Never let Seth uh, open again. Oh, Seth. Uh, it sounded Seth. so good, right. too. Hey, guys, <laughs> welcome to Christian Men Unscripted Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, my name is Seth, and I'm joined by co-host uh, Alan and John. There you go. And last week we talked about um, we talked about dogs. We talked about you know Christmas gifts. We talked about a lot of random things. But let's just kind of focus in on Christmas gifts and kind of talk about how you know uh, there's a lot of commercialism, a lot of uh, stuff going on where uh, buying gifts, um, you know, getting good deals has kind of taken over the joy of the season that we get to um experience jesus we get to kind of celebrate his his uh incarnation his birth into this world that his plan uh the plan of god to save humanity started uh when jesus was born and this is what we celebrate as we celebrate christmas that jesus came into the world and uh, he was he was innocent, fully innocent. Uh, he did not sin, and he lived the perfect life that we could never live. And he died the death that we deserve, so that we can be with him in eternity. Because not only did he die, he was raised from the dead, and so we can be raised from the dead as well. And that's what starts on Christmas. And so that's kind of what uh, I want to talk to you guys about: is how does commercialism kind of encroach on the real um i don't want to say like you know this is the real meaning of christmas but um like how does it encroach on and maybe even get in the way of what uh christmas is about you guys have any thoughts about that i mean honestly think about it it's pretty crazy uh you're a little younger than us seth or a lot younger than us but it's weird because I look back and like Charlie Brown Christmas is still one of my favorite yeah, cartoons good. ever. And it's so cool because Linus at the end does the thing. He reads the story out of Luke, mm-hmm. the the Christmas message, the birth of Jesus and all that. And that's kind of, he's like, this is what Christmas is all about. And we probably have younger people who don't even know what I'm talking about. Right. And in my lifetime, you would see sort of that combination of, you know, commercialized Christmas. I mean, I'm sure that's been around since, you know, the 1940s or 50s. I know there's history to this. You history buffs and Seth, you're pretty good at history as to when America really transitioned into commercialized Christmas. But at least there was still a lot of the Jesus message, a lot of the, you know, the our Catholic friends are hitting mass and people had, you know, uh, church services. And it was, everything still tended to revolve around the purpose, mm-hmm. the real purpose, the Christian message of Christmas when I was younger. I feel like in the last couple of years, you don't even see any ads for anything Christ-centered no. whatsoever. Everything is just about buy this, buy that, and yeah. movies. There's no like Christ-centered movies. It's kind of gone beyond Santa. It's even into like all kind of like just 
whatever crazy things happening yeah. on Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, when I think of that, I think of my wife uh, being a second grade teacher in a public school and like, they can't call it the Christmas party. They call it the holiday party. And I'm like, no, just call it the Christmas party for your students. And right. If you they got a problem with it, oh, well. No. Okay. Here's it's a holiday party. So here's what's funny. Everyone does that thing too, where they're like, happy holidays, happy holidays. because it's less offensive, offensive because you're not saying Christ yeah. Christmas. Right. And yet holiday is holy day. Uh-huh. That's what holiday is about. It's about a nobody, holy day. Nobody knows that. But people aren't even intellectual enough to pick up on that, that that's <laughs> what that comes from. And so it's less offensive, I guess. It's crazy though, right? That's what I'm saying. In the last several years, we've gone mm-hmm. from Christmas to holiday to we have to say holiday parties, even though it's like, like I said, it's holiday. Yeah, Seth, no, it's a great point, dude. Like everything is about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, get the deals, but you know, anything and everything you can yeah. purchase, yeah. I guess, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's so true. I mean, I remember it was it during COVID, um, you know, Lexus had an ad about like, you know, we bring people together, like buy a Lexus, we bring people together, we connect people. And there's all these like these promises that these um, companies and these products kind of give us and I, you know, I'm, I, I want a bigger TV as well. You know, I, like, I, I want to get a good deal on all that stuff as well i'm not i'm you know maybe maybe that is an indictment on me i don't know but you know maybe it is also that you know there are things that kind of give us to enjoy um but when we kind of succumb to the pressure and the constant messaging of those ads um you know what does it say i I guess for me i think it might say that um you know i tend to probably watch more TV than I should. So I <laughs> right. see all these ads or I tend to be on Instagram or whatever. And I see, you know, Amazon deals and all these different things. Like maybe that shows that, man, my focus or my time isn't really spent fully on Jesus or, or isn't spent, it's spent more on selfish things than on other people. And so maybe that's kind of what I'm, what I'm kind of picking up here is that, man, my own desires to kind of have these products actually might be because I'm being selfish and I can justify myself all day long why I need it or why we should buy it for our family. But it just, it kind of grabs a hold of you. And I, you know, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to miss out on a good deal. (laughs) No, (laughs) I mean, either it's, I think, not even holiday, just me in general. When I see a commercial or an ad, they sucker me in. I'm like, I need that. I got to have it. And my wife gets like, you don't need that. You want that. I'm like, okay, I want it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it like a great. Kid. And then, you know, I, and it's so weird. It's like, oh, if I just get this, I'll be satisfied. If I just get this, I'll be satisfied. And I never am. I'm like, it's always something. You always want something else. And I think that's the, you know, where we come in with Jesus and the holidays and holidays, Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got to be just thankful for the real meaning of Christmas. Like I, didn't understand that four or five years ago, it was all about gifts and when I'm going to get my kids, I want my kids to enjoy everything. And I got to get them good mm. gifts and I got to, I want a good gift or, you know, I, I was so ungrateful one year. My wife got me a gift. <laughs> I know she's in listen, but I, 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 I joke. I like to joke about it because I like getting gifts and mm. I don't really like giving other, I like my family to get gifts, but I'm like, I don't want to buy people gifts cost money. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I kind of changed my tune on that. But my daughter, my wife got me a uh, shaving set, like for I could shave in the shower. I'm yeah. like, this sucks. I can just go buy this at 
Costco or CVS on my own. I'm like, where's my Cleveland Browns autographed helmet? Where's my cool stuff? And I was so, and I'll never forget how ungrateful I was and how this, this, that's an indictment on me. I was just not a good person. And now, now I look forward to just the meaning. I like going to church. I love going to church on Christmas. I love the fact that, you know, Jesus was born on this day. I don't know. Is that really the day? I don't think it's the I don't exact date. No, it's so, we yeah. mod pods what day to celebrate right. from. My I, was, I was going to bring that yeah. up, or, but I just it just means so much to me, more to me now. You know, I just love being with my family. I love the 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 real reason we celebrate it. We've joked over the last episodes about Santa, about Elf on the Shelf, about you know Thanksgiving when we had Thanksgiving mm-hmm. family. But the real meaning is why we're here, why we celebrate it that Jesus was born. You know, and I just enjoy it more. Just enjoy my family more. Just enjoy all the company we have more because it doesn't mean gifts. It, to me, it doesn't mean gifts at all anymore. Yeah. At all. And mm-hmm. like my wife asked, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, nothing. She did say she wanted to get me a room that mops the floor, though. I'm like, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't mop the dog your, prints your on my floor. perfectionism with your floors, yeah. dude. But no, it doesn't at all. In the commercialism, the Black Friday, I don't do. I, actually, Black Friday is going to be a day for me just to relax. I'm going to stay home and just watch movies with the family because I don't have to coach basketball. I don't have to cook a meal. I don't have to clean the house. We're just going to relax. I'm not going shopping. I'm not going on Amazon. So I don't know. I just rambled on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's funny because, um, but going back to you and both, you and Seth both mentioned a few things about the commercialism and you kind of, you, Seth kind of has that desire for the good deal and you see a commercial and you're like, I need that. My wife, your wife has to point out like, you know, you don't, you want it, you know, <laughs> yeah. but we're kind of, we're hardwired to appreciate quote unquote shiny things. Mm-hmm. And I get it that I'm kind of a shiny penny sometimes, right? We had that uh, butt pants and distraction episode <laughs> a few weeks back and we were shiny penny big time the whole time we were talking about it. But having this desire or this appreciation to adore things is actually part of our, how we're created to be. We appreciate beauty. We appreciate the shimmer of a lake or the ocean and sunsets and sunrises and trees and, and snow and snowflakes. And, you know, I'm thinking of all the amazing created natural things and, uh, the amazing things in the stars and in the sky, those crazy big giant things of colorful gas and all this Hubble telescope images Mm -hmm. and things like that. And yet the Bible tells us like all those things were created to glorify God. Mm. We're hardwired to want to worship our creator, whether you're a believer or not. Those desires, that even goes back to you, Seth. You said it several weeks about about the perversion of our naturally created desires. And that's where we fall into sin and things like that with sexuality and all that. But going back to the Christmas commercialism, what has happened is advertising agencies and companies have learned to key in on a hardwired design of human beings the desire for those shiny things and the appreciation of things and then the drive for joy which is connected in christ but like these ads the the lexus says will bring everybody together whatever you were saying seth and and what why do we want to be together because we're so joyful and happy when all our family is together and we have those like you've said and so we're actually hardwired for all those things and it's all found in christ which is the purpose of christmas Mm -hmm. but commercialism is like a, a fish lure. It's not the real thing. It's bait. Bait yeah. hooks you into something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see, yeah. the, the, speaking of the Lexus, uh, did you see the spoof on the Lexus commercial for the holidays? No. The holiday or Christmas to remember or whatever. And the wife, he brought, he's like, I bought you a Lexus. She's like, we can't afford this. He's like, it was only 
two thousand dollars. He got that's a down payment. What's the? It's like that's not how much it cost. She's like, what is wrong with you? I have not seen. It, it is no. great. I think it was Saturday Night Live, which I don't watch, but I saw the clip. That show used to be super funny back in the day. I haven't watched it in years. Nate but was on there a couple weeks ago. It was funny. Oh wow, I have to look for that. Yeah, he's my favorite comedian. Anyway. Yeah. All right, said so one of what you got. Um, but uh, I think are you listening yeah, or are you just no. off in space <laughs> I can't no, wait I till just, you're back here like, with us in studio yeah. instead of this down by a river it's 9 in Michigan. o'clock in Michigan while we're recording yeah. at p.m. he's falling asleep <laughs> you know I think you know I think our great point is like I, I was reading a book recently where a lot of people make a big deal about taking Jesus out of Christmas or taking prayer out of the school or taking the Bible out of you know, the courtroom or something like that. Um, but oftentimes that's just a reflection that we've already taken Jesus out of ourselves. Like even we're making a big deal about something, but Jesus isn't really praised in the church or Jesus. We, we don't pray as much in the church as we say we need to pray in the schools or, you know, we, uh, we don't read the Bible as much as, as, uh, we want it to be visible in the courtrooms or on, you know, whatever it is. And, and I think that kind of, you know, our, our, I think commercialism, or at least as we look into what, what, why we want to buy these things, why we want the good deal, why we, why we think we need these things and all the, the, uh, heartstrings that the advertisers pull at to try to get us to buy their products. Um, even though next year they're going to have another ad that's going to tell me that this Lexus is better than last year's Lexus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but I think, excuse me, I think that what, what it gets at is that we as people tend, uh, to kind of look to the next thing. Um, and we look, we look ahead when we're not really present in the moment. So like we like, oh man, we're still upset that Christ isn't in Christmas anymore, mm-hmm. but we're not upset that our home doesn't look like a place that loves Jesus and loves each other. And I think that's, that's kind of where we, um, where for me, I think that I want to make sure that my kids know that Jesus loves them. They cares for them, that he's died for them. And I want Christmas to be a joyous celebration um, because it is the advent of hope. It's the advent of love. It's everything that we could ever want is because of Christmas. And as you said, John, it's a, we've perverted these desires. Um, sin has perverted these desires. And so we, we think that Lexus will bring us connection when really prayer will bring us connection and intimacy with Jesus and with each other. Yeah. And uh, so I think that, you know, to wrap up my rant here is that <laughs> many of us, kind of get stuck on what isn't happening in culture. Um, but maybe we should think about what isn't happening in our hearts and in our homes and think about how can, how can what I want to have happen in culture happen in my, in my home first um, so that my kids aren't bored, you know, with Christmas or, you know, we don't, we don't you know, like we talked about a few weeks ago, like we want church to be fun for kids. Like we want, we want, we want to make sure that there's things that people enjoy. Um, and we want to make sure that we're worshiping God as well. 
And uh, I think that's something that we need to do. Um, on a, another side of this is that only recently in our nation's history have we desired, uh, have we expected comfort over conflict? Um, and I think, you know, even, you know, you had the Cold War, you had World War II, you got uh, World War One, and then, you know, before that, there's civil war and revolution and there's all these different things that are happening, sicknesses that are going on and people are, ex- uh, are expecting kind of conflict. And yet, in that time, there's still the celebration of the new life of Jesus. But in our time, I think we've lost the reality that conflict happens and loss happens. And what we don't let that, we don't let that take us away from the newness of Jesus, the, the future hope of resurrection and wholeness and restoration. Um, and I think that our culture commercially has kind of like, Hey guys, you don't need conflict. You don't like buy this product so that your life is easier Buy this so that you feel like you can do this. You have more time, but really all it does is make us more anxious and makes us like fill our time with other things. And, and we just continuously feed that machine of, envying other people's stuff of buying more and becoming more consumeristic instead of christ-like your point is uh, the word that keeps coming to me while you're saying all this stuff is it's basically a reflection of individuals right and even like you said how sad is that it's one thing the person who doesn't believe in jesus who whether they are just mad at god and they just want to say they're an atheist because they've had like whatever negative issues or baggage from maybe being raised in a certain religion or a church, or they just think they're intellectual and and aren't willing to actually be open-minded enough to recognize it's more of a volitional issue to look into Jesus and the root, the reality of the archeological and historical evidence of who God is, who Jesus is. And, and the fact that they're loved and valuable and that God literally was so willing to have a relationship with them to restore a relationship with humanity that he took on humanity himself and, and went to a cross. And that's what we're celebrating is that you used the word incarnation, the fact that God himself took on a human body in that first Christmas. And that's what we're celebrating Christmas about. So going into that though, the word reflection keeps coming to me while you're talking about this, how it's a reflection of, like I said, the, the people who don't believe in all those things, they kind of they kind of have an excuse, right? They don't believe in it anyways. But what we really, I think, see in our society, and to kind of go on that, is a reflection of even the Christians, the the so called quote unquote Christians, someone who says, "Hey, yeah, I believe in Jesus," but yet they have such a weak faith that they actually aren't seeking that within. Just like you said, in their own home, in their own personal growth, in their own personal time, and it doesn't have to be in a weird way. It doesn't have to be in a legalistic way, but they actually have become kind of weak as a believer. And so they're not even willing to go to the word of God and use it like it is alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, willing, you know, actually like a reflection of who they are and address sinful issues, be dogmatic about, hey, this is sin, which just means it misses the mark. This is not good. You know, over here, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to repent, if you will, turn away and turn toward God as an individual and then make that the example within my home. And then within my home, we're strong. And then as our church standing up for what's right is our church representing Christ well. And if not, mm-hmm. I think what we're seeing is that reflection across our society that the church has become weak 
because individual believers, not all look, this may not apply to, you know, there's a lot of people who are doing awesome things and, and really committed believers and stuff, but I, to kind of just, I don't know, validate your point or whatever. I, I agree with you. And I don't know if it's exactly what you're saying, but that's what I see is you see individual believers, the church as a whole universal, if you will, when I say the church, the body of believers within this country specifically, who are basically weak, apathetic, would rather have comfort, not willing to stand up for what's right and ha- you know stand up against conflict, whatever it is. And uh, so basically they end up trying to find their joy and find a new Lexus. I think in summary is what I'm trying to get at. You kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you see a reflection. We get what, we get the leadership. Biblically speaking, we get the leadership we deserve. If you look at the Old Testament and the way the kings of Israel and stuff, you see the nation start to fail and fall all the time, which is the name Israel means wrestles with God, right? You see that. And then you see the leaders that are terrible, but it's because the nation basically deserved the leadership they got. And that's kind of where we're at. Let's be honest, not to yeah. turn this political or anything. I'm just saying like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, and then, so I, I, I think in commercialism, that's also what you see. The yeah. We're just kind of apathetic, you know? Yeah. I think that's, um, we're going back to my wife's school and the public school system and just the United States in general, we were going so far away from Christ fast. And I, I, I do a youth group at church and I work with kids at a Christian school. And I, I think that's why I like working with um, the youth because let's face it, we're getting older and there's only so much influence that we have yeah. as at our age. And even you Seth, you're not a young, as young as you think you are. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, and I was talking to the kids and I talked to them at school and I do and it's mostly eighth graders. And now I coach basketball. So I have, older kids as well. And I was talking to him about like the gospel, like, um, you know, do you, do you go to your sports teams that are not in church? Do you go to your schools, your public schools? And do you talk to your secular friends and do you share the gospel? And are we, so it came up, like, are you ashamed? Are you unashamed? Are you ashamed to share the gospel? Or do you even know? Because yeah. I, I don't, I don't know where I stand on that when, you know, I'm pretty new to it and I don't know exactly. I'm better now. Yeah. But that's that Romans one sixteen is what we were talking about. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first the Jew and the Gentile. Yeah. And I love that verse because mm-hmm. it makes me realize that maybe I need to do better. Yeah. So I like doing it with the youth and I want them to spread it at their public schools. And then mm-hmm. same with my wife. She wears mm-hmm. she has her cross on her desk. She wears her cross and she's not afraid. She even said one time she came home and they're like, Well, why? you know, how come the fish, this and that, she goes, because God made that. And, you know, I was like, did you get fired? (laughs) Yeah. You know? And it's like, we need to get America back to where Christ is more involved in, you know, the Christmas tradition, not commercialism. Right. You know, and I, it kind of makes me mad when they make her say holiday party. And I guess I didn't think about that, but I'm like, no, call it a Christmas party, send it out as a Christmas party. And somebody gets mad. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at on that. It's sad. It's, it's a sad statement that that's kind of where we're at. And yeah. a lot of Christians kind of to stay on the theme that even Seth sort of brought up are comfortable with that. No mm. conflict in that. Yeah. They're comfortable with it. And oh. that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, am I comfortable with that? Yeah. I think, yeah, you made a point. You made me <laughs> think about myself. Yeah. You know? What you were talking about, not to be ashamed of the gospel. Let's clarify that. We're not a teaching ministry here. We're just, but we're trying to be just normal guys talking about it and we're living our lives mm-hmm. and stuff. But I do like to clarify stuff like gospel is literally a, a, a message of victory. It, mm-hmm. it means good news. Like a, a king and and the warriors would, an army would go out and they would conquer and win. When they came back, they would literally spread the gospel, the good news of victory. That's where that comes from. Okay. And so the word gospel is literally a 
military victorious term that benefits more than just the soldiers and the king who were there. It benefits the entire community when those guys would come back from war and they were victorious. They spread the gospel message of victory. Everyone benefited. They would bring back spoils and they would have more property, food, valuables, etc. So everyone, their society benefited from that gospel. So when we use the word gospel, that's what we're talking about is a God who loves us. Mm -hmm. So very much when we share the gospel, when we're willing to share that, it's the same thing like sharing it. A few weeks ago, we used the word whimsical a lot, but you can do it in a, in a, in a fun way. Like (laughs) what I mean by that is in a lighthearted, like, Hey, it's a serious issue. Right. But yet I'm just trying to share with you, man. I'm not trying to be down on you or anything, but there's good news. There's a victorious message in this. That's what I was getting at. Okay. It's a victorious message. When I'm talking about Christmas, which Christmas time, the victorious message is this, man, you can actually not only, by the way, not only accept Jesus, this God who created the entire world, who loves you and was willing to become a person. That's we're celebrating. Take on a human body and set aside the fact that he doesn't have to do this, but he's doing it out of love for us. We can believe in that. And that's what this message is. I love this, Seth, you shared that in, in the beginning here. The victorious message is no matter what you have going on, not only can you have a home in heaven for eternity, that you don't earn, you don't deserve nothing. You accept it like it's Christmas time. You accept it like a gift, like there's a, just a gift being given to you. But here's the cool part. You get a gift on Christmas. When you get the gift, you don't just look at the box and think this is a pretty gift. You actually unwrap it. You open it up. And if it's something that kind of requires instructions, even if it's as simple as a remote control card and you got to put batteries in a certain spot and what's the forward and what's the backward and how do you turn things on, you learn how to use it. If you accept Jesus as your savior, you recognize your love by this God of the the creation of all things, and you believe simply in Jesus, what's cool is not only are you sealed for eternity, you get to go to heaven, you have a relationship right here, right now. It's instant. God's going to impute all these amazing things at the moment of salvation, but also says, hey, this now is what the Bible is for. Get to know who I am. And it's kind of an instruction book. And I don't mean that in a, in a do this, don't do that way. Although there's some of that, but in a, just a neat therapeutic way to live your life and actually live joy and, and seek real joy, real happiness and open the gift and use it for life. So it's not just, you get to go to heaven. You get to actually have joy in life right Right now. now. And he's going to meet you right where you're at and help you with that. You know what I mean? No judgment, no nothing, man. I don't care what you've been doing in life and where you're at. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what's neat. It's a day by day thing. That was great. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm just, you know, what do you think, Seth? I mean, that's to me, that's like this commercialism for Christmas, but how about we share with people, man, there's a hope. Right. It's not just to go to heaven. It's for right now too. Yeah. And I feel like we're a part of that. I mean, that's what we're sharing. Like, our hope, our, yeah. we, we've talked about it. We're blessed for everything we have. Oh, dude. And we might laugh and joke and complain and whatever, but we're so blessed just to be here talking on this microphone. No, no, we still have freedom music. in this country. Look, we all know this. Yeah. Country. If, you, yeah. if you're a person who doesn't recognize this country's going down the toilet, then you have literally lived under a rock. Mm. Or you're 20 years old and... And sorry, man, but you don't know what it used to be like. I'm not trying to be that guy, but you, you really (laughs) missed out on some stuff because, but, but there's still always a hope. Nothing's beyond redemption. And by the way, if you believed in Jesus, you're a sojourner anyways. Hmm. So we're technically tourists. That's the word for like, you know what I mean? Like your home is in heaven is what I'm telling you. And (laughs) Alan, see, we got to get this on camera. Seth, Alan is looking at me with like eyes, like, I don't even know what you're saying. I don't know. I don't even think I ever heard that word before. You're, you know what I mean? You're a traveler. You're, you're temporary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the commercialism of Christmas, it it saddens me, but let's not be all negative. Some of it is fun. 
Yeah. Right. What do you think? Right. So, I mean, some of it's kind of neat. I right. kind of like all this stuff, you know? Yeah. And that's, and I think that's a good, you know, you guys brought up a couple great things is that it's, you know, we could focus on all the negative, but Christmas isn't about the negative. The Christmas is about the victory over the negative, the, the, uh, the joy that we get to live in, even in spite of the negative. Um, and I think Christmas is just an invitation um, into that, the invitation into this uh, uh, cosmic present of uh, joy, of eternal um, communion and intimacy with our creator that we were created for. And, I love that. Uh, you know, I just think it, like, when I think about you know, what, even what you said, like I could get a Tesla for my for Christmas and that'd be amazing. I love a Tesla. <laughs> I know. I do. I do. No, but I could get a Tesla, but I also need to plug the Tesla in or it can't work. Yeah. Um, and you said there's, you know, instructions like, like we have this gift, but there is some instruction involved in this gift um, yeah. that we get to, to enjoy through the scripture, through the teachings that our pastors give to us and uh, through the communion of each other like we're can having I, right now we're learning from each other for sure can i jump on that real fast the instructions by the way are not just so that you know it works properly the instructions are so that you get the very best out of it the most out of the potential of the gift if you will like the most joy is by following the instructions like it's not just a it's not a um for condemnation it's actually for Ultimate, honestly, so life is more fun. Let's just be honest. The, the more yeah. you can follow that instruction, the more you actually can benefit, like from a gift as well. So, yeah. and I, I know we're about to wrap up. I think, Alan, yeah. next five minutes or whatever. Yeah, I like I, I'm down on a lot of the commercialism, but I actually also very much appreciate it. If that makes sense. I mean, human beings are called to live to their potential, which includes advertising and creativity. We are created by a creative creator, so mm -hmm. creativity. Uh, is kind of neat to see. I, I think it's fun, all the red and white yeah. and snow and all this other stuff. Not, no, that stuff's not biblical, but it's it's fun, right? We're allowed to have fun and we're allowed to be joyful. And so yeah, we don't have yeah. to live in guilt over that stuff either. No, absolutely right. not. And I, I and what, and what, go, ahead. go ahead. You're good. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, what, what you said earlier, John, um, is that uh, um, Christmas um, is great. Like there's, there's these amazing things about the commercialism and what we can do is, is what happens in, you know, movies that I talked about, you know, a few weeks ago, like I watch movies and I look for the gospel in each moment, but we can look at each moment of commercialism and say like, man, what is, like we can look at our gifts and say, man, this is awesome that God allowed me to be able to play with this PlayStation five or, you know, instead of worshiping the, the created thing, we're using the created thing be able to worship yeah. to, to turn and worship God for the gifts that he has given us. Yeah. I think you kind of made me think of something which in myself, I didn't realize that and you probably hit it on the head when you're saying Christians, uh, we don't, we should take advantage of Christmas to spread the gospel. And yeah. I think we get caught up in the yeah. commercialism of putting a tree up, um, decorating the house, putting the lights yeah. up and having family. And you, it kind of slides by and I, I'm guilty of that. Big time. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, family comes over, you know, dinner, da, 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 and the real meaning of Christmas is lost on me a lot of the times. Yeah. And you kind of made me think about that, Seth, when you just said that. So that was good. I also like the word you use the word invitation, Seth. I, you know, I, I 
talk about how do you kind of just in a casual or whimsical way share Jesus. I, you like that word. I know you love it. But but the word <laughs> invitation gonna, is a good one. It's an invitation. For, that word <laughs> it's an it's an invitation <laughs> for a conversation as well, though. Even if you want to point out, like, oh mm-hmm. man, that was a cool commercial or that was a cool thing, or you know, you know, they're talking about they're trying to sell joy on a on a thing. And I, I like things. I love cars. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, can you I'm not trying to make stuff that shouldn't go in the box, fit in the box, like a round, what's that round yeah. peg in a square peg. hole kind of a thing or whatever. Square right? peg, round hole. I'm not trying to do that, make mm-hmm. things that are super hyper commercial or, or yeah. self-centered fit into the Christian message of Christmas. But at the same time, I can say that people who are creative, that is a God-given gift. Um, it's something hardwired into people and, and our desire for shiny objects, if you will, is hardwired in us. Yeah. And so it's a way to kind of invite that conversation you know what I mean? To use Seth's word of invitation. Yeah. So I kind of appreciate it all, man. I really do. And I, I like Christmas reasons. Kirk Cameron did a really cool Christmas special. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was really good. And so my point to that is that special kind of shows why a lot of the Christian traditions are mixed into the commercial things. And so it was good. And so it was sort of fitting the square pegs into square holes, if you will, square with the commercialism. No, I'm saying it was kind of oh, putting, it was yeah, fitting them, fitting right? Them. I got you. Uh, so I'm not trying to say that you got to try to do that with everything, but he did a good job of of the square pegs going into the square holes okay. for that stuff. And it was a pretty good show. And so check it out, but you know, overall, I think everybody, we're going to probably talk more about Christmas because we have a few more weeks until it's here. Yeah. But I think overall it's, uh, mm. it's kind of a fun season, I guess. Yeah. It's a great conversation. Yeah. Actually learn stuff on this podcast. Hmm. Thank you guys. Seth, Thanks. John. Thanks, Thank man. I appreciate it. Um, going to wrap it up. Seth, you got anything else? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna cut you off. <laughs> it's a Christmas episode, yeah. kind of. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be. <laughs> no, no I, I appreciate everything you guys said. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, you got a time for Seth to go. It's late. Man, it's like way past his bedtime. Yeah. Hey, I want to share real fast. Have you got Seth? Have you ever been over to Honolulu? Have you been like because it's Pearl Harbor, it's December seventh, dude? Have you ever been over there and checked out the USS Arizona or any of that stuff? No. I've never been over there. Oh, you got to go. You want to talk about a really neat, solemn, amazing thing. I Mm -hmm. highly recommend it, dude. So worth it. I get it. Well, listen, Seth, we'll talk to you, I guess, maybe in about a week or so. We got to get, we got about two or three more weeks now till Christmas. So appreciate you. Good luck getting that dog. Yeah, I'm not going to enjoy this cold weather, but uh, I'll do what I can. You know, it's November, whatever, out here, almost December, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the November, December era. Yeah. You know what though? Vegas is weird. It goes up and down. It gets hot. It gets cold. It gets hot. Right. It gets cold. Anyway. Whatever. Okay. Listen, you guys right. have fun. We'll talk Enjoy. next week. More stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.